0: Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Friday, December 29th, 2017. (laughs) If you've been listening to Newest Latest Best for the last week or so, you know that we've been doing something a little bit different as we march toward the end of 2017. I've been talking about the best games of the year as recommended by you guys. You've been sending in Collins with your top three games of 2017, including in that list, either as one of the three or as an additional fourth game. A sleeper, a dark horse, a game that you think nobody else is going to bring up here at the end of the year or too few people are bringing up. So a game that deserves more recognition than the big game of the year AAA titles that everybody seems to bring up. So we've been having a great conversation and we're going to continue it today, just a few more days here of 2017. But I want to get through as many lists of yours as I can because they're great. Uh, I've really been appreciating them. If you want to send a list in, all you got to do is download that Anchor app, press the call in button, and send it right in. Let's start today with a list from Glenn.
1: Hey, Jeff. This is Glenn from Atlanta, Georgia. I wanted to call in my top three of 2017. Uh, Number three, Persona 5. Uh, I think this has been mentioned on several different lists. Uh, Stylized visuals, catchy music, and a wealth of options. For training and combat Uh, lots of varied enemies and bosses it was immediately addictive to me as i'm a huge fan of jrpg games Uh, number two i would say would probably be horizon zero dawn for all the reasons you've listed before Uh, probably my favorite female protagonist ever Uh, the outstanding visuals and gameplay engaging story made it a very well-rounded package Uh, number one for me this year would be super mario odyssey Uh, the switch is my first Nintendo console uh, ever, and this game throws me back to when my friend and I used to play Super Mario at his house. My toss-in for just uh, kind of a niche game would be SteamWorld Dig 2. Thanks.
0: Great stuff, Glenn. Thanks for sending it in. Your list contains some of our usual suspects, some of the games that have been brought up over and over, and rightfully so. They are excellent, but I think you bring up some new takes, which is is interesting. Persona 5, of course, I have mentioned several times that I tried to get into, but couldn't. Uh, I appreciate that fans of Japanese role-playing games uh, all the way back um, love that game, and I certainly appreciate it from an aesthetic level. Uh, I think the design is amazing. I just I just wasn't drawn into the story as, as some have been. I do think it's interesting to consider, as a fan of Japanese-style role-playing games how few options there were this year. I think that's a shame. I'm a fan as well. Of course, last year we got Final Fantasy XV as a big standout. But if you look at the big, high-profile JRPG releases of the year, Persona 5, of course, uh, Tales of Berseria, probably mispronounced that, uh, Dragon Quest VIII on the 3DS, but that's a remake of a 2004 game, Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but that came out really late in the year. Wise eight or E's eight, and Etrian Odyssey five. Not much other than that. I mean, some people might consider Nier Automata, Japanese style role playing game, it doesn't really have that combat style that we are used to. But then again, neither did Final Fantasy fifteen. So who knows? I think that that definition is is morphing and and evolving. But As a fan of that style, a fan of JRPGs myself, certainly not as much my wheelhouse as something like Divinity Original Sin, as as Western RPGs or even action RPGs like Horizon, your next game, uh, I still am a fan of classic old-school JRPGs, and it's just a a shame that we have so few entries this year. I hope there's a resurgence. I'd love to see that. Anyway, as I said, your next game, Horizon Zero Dawn, is... One of my top three games of the year. It is phenomenal, and I've talked about it at length. You bring up the fact that you think it is the best female protagonist ever, or at least your favorite female protagonist ever. Ah, uh, that's an interesting take. I mean, certainly Lara Croft would uh, feel heartbroken to hear that you uh, that you are not considering her. But maybe the the fact that uh, she has had so many different Iterations and reinventions over the course of her storied lifetime of video game uh, stardom that it, she's diminished in some way. I think the most recent games, the last two games, are really top notch and re catapult her into the upper echelon of video game protagonists, female or male. Um, but what other female protagonists? would even be in the running. I certainly think Aloy is interesting and spunky and fun and smart and uh, capable. And I loved playing through her story. It was so, so fun to get to know her. I certainly agree that she's in that, in that list uh, is a contender, but I'm not so sure I would automatically make her my favorite without really looking back and, thinking through all the female protagonists in video game history. Interesting idea, though. How cool is it that the Switch is your first Nintendo console ever? Wow, what a thing. What a thing. Uh, And Odyssey, of course, we've raved about all week long. Lots of people putting it on the list, if not at the top of their lists, and deservedly so. It's a wonderful experience. But how neat is it that Switch is your first Nintendo console. Uh, that's an amazing thing, especially since you talk about playing old school NES and Super NES with your friends uh, growing up. So, I mean, it's not like Nintendo wasn't in your life. It's interesting. I wonder what it was that brought you to Switch finally at this point. Why? Why did you never purchase a Wii or a Wii U or or uh, GameCube or you know what was it? What's the tipping point this year? Was it the ability of Switch to go on the go? Was it that tantalizing idea of playing Switch like that? I'm curious, but uh, I think that's really, really cool. And certainly uh, Odyssey is a reward for your patience <laughs> getting onto Nintendo. Uh, and SteamWorld Dig 2, of course, another game I hope you're playing on Switch. I think it's uh, great on Switch. And it, really a game I struggled to find a place for uh, when we were talking about our under underdogs on Uh, DLC, I couldn't find a place there were too many great underdogs but SteamWorld Dig 2 was a big contender for me for that that role I played a lot of it on Switch and it is charming and fun and uh, really well designed a throwback to Dig Dug but also a very, very modern platformer, Uh, definitely worth people checking out, so I'm glad you mentioned it, it's the first time I've heard anybody mention it uh, in these lists All right, next up we have a list from Chris
1: Hey Jeff, what's up? This is Chris Truxxus from Philadelphia. Just wanted to give you my top three games of the year. I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Origin, Super Mario Brothers. Odyssey. And my sleeper is going to be FIFA 2018, which I don't think is a really a sleeper, but I think in the United States it is. Um, I really enjoyed the story mode uh, for Alex Hunter. Honorable mention, I'm going to throw a Christian Spicer-style twist. Uh, best game I finished this year, The Witcher 3.
0: Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks, Chris. Great list. I'm so glad somebody brought up Assassin's Creed Origins. Yes! This game. I mean, I know it's the Witcherification of of uh, The Assassin's Creed, which is why I suspect you like it, having brought up The Witcher uh, later on in your list as well. Um... But man, it's so good. And I think 180 degrees from where I felt about the Assassin's Creed franchise before Origins, which was that I just wasn't interested anymore. I mean, I was never a huge fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise. I just, I never, never loved it. And now I do. I truly do. If they continue this direction and continue to find new, interesting milieus to set the the franchise in, and they keep it in this action RPG vein, I am in, man. I have put some serious hours into Origins, and I really, really love it. So I'm glad you brought it up uh, at the end of the year. It deserves more attention than it's getting, that's for sure. Uh, Mario Odyssey, another vote for Mario Odyssey. Uh, we've talked about it at length. Yes, high five. It's definitely going to be interesting to see. What Nintendo does next with the Mario franchise, we probably won't find that out for quite a while. But uh, I wonder if they'll stay in this vein. If there will be a Super Mario Galaxy two style sequel to Mario Odyssey. If we'll get uh, because it feels like that ha- is is ripe for just adding new areas to rather than uh, completely taking Mario back to the drawing board. Because this was such a Mario back-to-the-drawing-board game, I wonder if we're going to get Odyssey 2 in the same way we got Galaxy 2. I hope so. I think the idea has more legs, and I would love to see it continue like this uh, rather than a a crazy new different Mario game. And FIFA, you know, you mentioned FIFA being a sleeper in the United States. I certainly fall into that category. I'm not somebody that uh, watches football on the regular, uh, I, I don't have any connection to that sport particularly and therefore really don't play much FIFA, haven't in years, didn't touch this year's version. But yeah, as a sleeper for this country, certainly not so for other countries where it is a smash hit every single year. Interesting to hear you talk about the, the single player story mode as being the highlight of this year's installment for you because um, I was hoping that would be the case for Madden this year. I definitely leapt into Madden this year in a way that I hadn't in previous years because I was so excited for that single-player story mode, and I was really disappointed with it. I know a lot of people talk about loving it. I just did not. I didn't enjoy the story. I didn't enjoy the interface. Uh, The methodology for delivering that story, I felt, was just... Underwhelming and weird. It just felt like an odd, uh, tacked on series of mechanics that didn't have anything to do with playing Madden. And what I was hoping for was a single player component that actually helped me play Madden better rather than a series of QTEs that just told me a story that I wasn't particularly invested in. Uh, But great to bring up FIFA and then uh, your your Christian Spicer esque bringing up of an older game Uh, The Witcher 3. Uh, I can understand you just having finished it this year because it it has that much content that you could have spent multiple years on it. What a great game. I looked back on my previous year's top lists on DLC, and I think Witcher, the year it came out, was all the way down at number four, I think, three or four, which is an extraordinary thing to say. It must have been a very strong year because uh, that game is incredible and awesome. I wonder now, have you picked up the Blood and Wine expansion If you have not played through that, I highly recommend it. It's gorgeous. It's cool. Lots more content. So if you think you're done with Witcher 3, perhaps you are not. (laughs) Dive back in, Geralt. Dive back in. All right. Great lists today. We'll be back tomorrow with more of them. I'll talk to you then.